mud and music face masks This is episode 19 of Travel Junkies, a podcast for travel enthusiasts. Today, we're talking about the Borong Mud Festival. Yay! Woohoo! This is a mud festival that me and Carmen actually got to attend while we were in Korea, and it was a blast. It's on the Daechon Beach in an area, and it's also known as the Mud Square. Woo! So it's coming up July 13th through the 22nd, 2018. And it happens every year around that time. So we're getting you ready for this. So my name is Carmen. 10 days, 10 days of fun. And my name is Heidi. This is another full body, get yourself all dirty. (laughs) Because last week we talked about the water festival. We are all about the festivals that get you uh, down and dirty. We're going to get covered in mud. Now, growing up, I lived in a very humid place. So getting wet was and it rained to mess out of the year like seattle in south america so that would never cross my mind that that would be a fun thing to do because i remember going to a camp out it was just like a sweater that was drenched and so i wringed it out and put it in front of the campfire and it didn't even dry and so when i came to the states and things dried i was like wow that really happens that things can dry so fast <laughs> Oh, it's such a culture shock that you can go to a hot place and things dry. To me, that's like unbelievable. I know that sounds really weird, but this is different though. This is mud. This is mud. And it's sticky. It's a blast. I'm not really sure what that had to do with drying your clothes. Well, it's because things dry. You can have fun with water and mud. You don't have to freak out that it's not going to get dried because you're not going to get sick. It's hot and it's beneficial. Like I've... It just, it blows my mind that there are hot places in the world, which duh, that there are. But I I was used to being horrified if something got wet because that means it would mold and then it would disintegrate and then you get a cold and then you die in that order, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) So the Boram Mud Festival is the largest international festival in Korea. It is huge for foreign visitors. So a lot of people come all over for this mud festival. And it, Boron City is located in a coastal area on the in southwest Chungcheongnam Province. Chungcheongnam. I know all of you know where that is. Yeah, it's right on the coast. And what makes this place so great for the mud festival is that the mud actually comes from the coast. And it has a lot of, like, it's a fine sea mud with rich in minerals. So it has a lot of minerals in it that are actually very good for your skin. Who would have known? This mud is actually beauty benefited. So you can put it everywhere. You go, if you've ever been to an amusement park that had those umbrella things that shot water down and it like rained on you, they have those at September. It's mud. You can literally like just run with the mud pouring on you and get all muddy before you jump into all the fun games. I think it's more sanitary than a mud run. If if you've been through a mud run, which you have been, right? Yes. Disclaimer. If you're going on a mud run, it's actually not a good idea to like get down and dirty in the mud in the U.S. Um, it's it's not the same thing. Yeah. And I had a friend that actually fell in one of those mud pits and it was just a stick poked 
through her leg and then she's had to have surgery and it was like gangrene and everything. And thank goodness they've closed it up, but they had to take a whole chunk out. It's clean. It's you. You will not have sticks sticking up unless you find one on the beach, which I did not. You can go out to the ocean. So then it's a circle of cleanliness going on. So some researchers have even argued that the Borong mud actually has more healing properties than the Dead Sea mud in Israel, which like Dead Sea mud is supposed to be like top quality mud. But yeah, I think Borong mud is actually very close to that. They have been in the business of natural sea mud since 1996, and the city has developed 16 mud cosmetic products, including mud packs and creams. So, yeah, it's actually very, very interesting to me. I will say that, like Carmen said, the mud is very clean. And it's also somewhat soft. Like, it's a soft liquid kind of. Uh, that's hard to explain until you experience yeah, it's, it. It's very But runny, it chalky. will dry. It, yeah, it's like chalky and runny like water, except it's mud. So, when you get to the Borong Mud Festival, you're going to go up and you're going to see these little towers that have the mud falling. And so if you want to like pre get yourself muddy, you don't want to just be thrown into it. This is a good place to kind of take your hands, rub it on your arms, rub it on your face. That's a nice area. And then you can walk into the bouncy house area where they have all these bouncy houses with games and even the one where you can fight each other and try to knock each other off full of mud. Everything's got mud on it. Yeah. And there's even like this little jail prison thing that you go in and you shut the door and it just someone pulls a string and it just pours mud all over you. Yeah. They take like buckets and they just like drench you. Keep your mouth closed. You're going to get dirty, (laughs) but keep your mouth closed. (laughs) That was last week's warning. Keep your mouth closed. And this week, keep your mouth closed. (laughs) Yeah, so they even have like marine style extreme games and obstacle marathons on the nearby mud flats on the Daechon Beach. So there's the mud plaza is a actually like a little plaza between buildings, but then it's right beside the beach. So you can go down on the beach and then if you want to rinse off, you can go in the water, you know, you can swim a little bit. There's people who will spray you with water while you're on the beach. The, the water part is free, but then you have to pay with a wristband to go into the mud. That's right. It costs money, people, but it's worth it. It's fun, but you will get dirty. You can also just show up and not do the muddy parts and still have a great time. Yeah, but who wants to do that? Well, I'm just saying, like, if you have a cast on because you broke your leg or your arm for, I don't know for what reason, but we knew a couple people <laughs> in our school they were teachers i don't know what happened but i would not recommend that that they would go and get mud all over themselves with a cast on yeah i wouldn't do that either because it will get everywhere yeah so don't don't go if you just had surgery that's another thing too other than that it's very very clean it's like heidi said it's good for your skin and you just get like a facial a whole body facial because not only that you get drenched like a giant mud bath but Heidi's talked about the mud prison but there's also color mud body painting that's right there's different colored muds so you can make a rainbow on your face you could 
do all kinds of interesting patterns with the mud. Now, don't take too much time because there are people behind you. So we ended up just like throwing it on our faces or something like a splash. Yeah, I think we put like lines under our eyes or something like that. Yeah. So we didn't get too creative because then our crew kind of just like took off. But they also have mud self massage experience. I don't think we did that. (laughs) No, But but that was like indoors, wasn't it? Wasn't there a little section indoors where you could do that? Maybe, but I'm looking I'm looking at their website and you have like a big paintbrush that you're like painting the other person and giving them massage. We didn't do that. Um, I just remember doing the colored stuff and then we like dunked into this kiddie pool and then we did all the other fun stuff like the mud super slide. That's fun because you think that you can make it up to the top. Well, guess what? You got something else to consider, which is mud and slippery. So you have no friction and you're just like sliding all over the place. (laughs) Oh, it was fun. A lot of wipeouts that were very fun to watch. Yeah. And again, keep your mouth closed. And then mud flat games too which we weren't there when this happened, but whenever they have the street parade, which is at the beginning of the of the 10-day Awesomeness Mud Festival, they also have music and bright costumes. So they, they parade in the mud. And then they also have a regular street parade that goes through the town. Because if you think about it, you got the Mud Festival, but you also have the whole city that will work with the Mud Festival to do other activities. So there's also yachting or sailboat racing. So if you have a boat, go for it, I guess. But I really didn't have room to really put a boat in my little apartment that I lived in Seoul. So yeah, we didn't have boats. Maybe if you live like in Busan, you'll have a bigger flat. But so we also went to a concert, which I was about to say, let's talk about my favorite part. Is that what your favorite part is? The music, the music festival. Tell us about it, Carmen. We went to this thing, and it's extra, and we got to see Girls' Generation? No. There's another group. No, no, another. no, 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 Carmen. Let's tell the real story. We, we, got we to see- show up at this mud festival. I'm going to tell you people the truth, because you deserve the truth. Carmen is ashamed of her, her lack of judgment at the one moment. So we had a friend who led our little group of people that went. We went in a group to keep our costs down. And hi, Jake. Shout out to Jake. He was awesome. Hey. Um, but we didn't even know there was a music festival until we were kind of there. And of course, we didn't we, we didn't plan on it. So we didn't have the money for it. So Carmen and I may or may not have illegally snuck into a concert. <laughs> but also, I, I, I do want to point out when you go in a group. I don't really do all the research because I'm like, well, I'm with a group, so we're going to have a good time. But if Heidi and I, if we were to go by ourselves or if I was like in charge of a group or something, I usually get all the details laid out. So we didn't know. And it was fun. It was fun. Well, we just we literally just walked around a curtain. That was it. We didn't really break an inner. It was we walked through a tent, but we got in. And who else was there but Girls' Generation and Akon? Who would yeah, have thought? Akon. <laughs> Akon was there. He was just like inches from my hand because I was at the front of the stage. Well, he also did his hamster wheel. Yes, Asians are shorter. 
sometimes, not all the time, there are some really, really tall South Korean guys. So, so tall. But when we lived there, Heidi and I both lost weight. So people who are tiny are there. And I just felt really bad for Akon because in his little hamster wheel, I don't know if you've seen these in concert, but he goes out into the audience in this hamster, what is it, like inflated ball? Yeah, it's an, a huge inflated ball that he's inside of. And so yeah. he basically was being rolled out onto the crowd instead of body surfing it was in the ball but the problem is he's too heavy in the ball so normally i think (laughs) in the u.s or in europe people would have kept him afloat it it got kind of dangerous by the end of it because it kept on like getting lower lower (laughs) and they finally got him out out of it (laughs) he had to get out of it and then get back in it like six or seven times he 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 tried for like 30 minutes there's also a lot of women there not to say that women are not not strong but if you have more women I'm sorry, we don't have the upper body strength that most men have, which makes sense. If you have girls generation coming out, it's going to be mostly a girl's crowd. It's not going to be a guy's crowd unless they're there with their girlfriend. I don't think he understood his audience that was there that day. Just just a thought. I don't know. It was a great concert. To this day, it's probably one of the best concerts I've been to. I mean, it was just pure fun and girls generation did a great job too we probably would never be that closer to akon ever ever again just that's what you do if you want to go see someone famous go to their concert outside of the u.s that's the only way (laughs) just know that when you're going to the mud festival there's so much more going on in the city the city does a great job of really bringing in a lot of extra activities like the music festival uh, and Carmen mentioned the street parade, but there's also a cosmetic beauty festival. So you can like learn about the newest trends with beauty products, which is huge in Korea. It's so Um, huge. Go to Myeongdong. It's a street in Seoul. It's like one after the other beauty product. But my second favorite thing about being on the coast in Korea is the seafood. Carmen, Overpriced There's seafood. so much good, <laughs> fresh seafood. It is very fresh. Um, it is. And not on this trip, but on a different trip. I ate the little animal in a conch shell. I felt really bad for the little animal. Plus, it didn't taste that great. They have so many types of seafood that like, I just don't get to encounter where I live. A, not by the water. And two, not in a place that has a lot of good seafood. <laughs> Yeah. So if you're a seafood person, definitely check it out. Well, I don't think we had seafood. I mean, we saw a lot of seafood restaurants, but I think we ended up eating. Samgapsal. We did like a cookout and that was really good. Yeah. yeah. Because we went with a, with a group. Our costs covered the, the van that was rented. And then we also stayed in a pension, which was had like an outdoor like patio area. So there's two, three, four different houses that kind of opened up to this little patio and you stay inside to sleep, obviously. And then the outside kind of has like this elevated big table that you sit on and you eat, you you sit on this thing. And the pension is basically you get like a blanket and a roll and that's what you sleep on. And then you have like an outdoor bathroom that everybody shares. So that that's a pension. And we had a great time. And it was cool enough that honestly, I, I would not do it during the winter probably because that would be really cold. But it was great for the summer. It was very nice. I don't mind sleeping on the floor. 
I know Heidi loves sleeping on rocks, apparently. I can sleep on anything, honestly. I could fall asleep doing this podcast right now if I wanted to. Um, uh, one website that I want to encourage everyone to go to, english.visitkorea.or.kr. And we'll put in the show notes. That's how we would start our search for where we would want to go in Korea. And then once we found like the page, for example, Daechon Beach, then at the it would have a couple pictures and it'll also have the address. And then like, uh, for example, the Daejeon Beach has seasides, beaches and islands. That's the type. But you can also go to the homepage and it also has a hotline, travel hotline and different things like that. So what was nice about it is that it, it was like a good springboard search to see what's available in Korea. And then, of course, you would want to go to the actual festival's website. This one is BoryangMudFestival.com. So you have to make sure that you're on the right one. And you can check that by looking at the dates of the schedule to see if you're on the one for this year versus two or three years ago. So just keep that in mind when you make your trip. Now, if you're a little hesitant about putting this mud all over your body, I've got a few <laughs> things just to let you know. Okay. This mud is actually, mud in general is actually very good for improving skin vitality and elasticity. And it is also good at giving you a young, fresh looking complexion. So this is why a lot of cosmetic lines are starting to put more and more mud ingredients into their cosmetics. And even ancient records indicate that Cleopatra used mud in her makeup. So oh. if you want to be pretty like Cleopatra, it's just got some great, great components in it. And you can use it lots of different ways. So we're going to tell you about some of our favorite face masks. Because that's the most common way that I use mud is a mud mask. And Korea really likes their face masks. Um, yeah, and I do. can understand why. Like we would go to concerts and that would be your free gift on your seat would be yeah. <laughs> a mask. Like when we went to see Jang Eun Sok, his face was on a snail mask and yeah. that was in our seat. That was like our gift for coming. I think we cherished the scale, snail mask for a long time. But he's he was also like the the representative for that brand. So exactly. It's kind of like a win win situation for the company and for him. Like, hey, guys, this is something free that cost me nothing. But I was like, heck, I'll take it. <laughs> I even wanted to rip off the other people's that didn't show up, but I was a good, good attendee and did not do that. I really wanted to get my money's worth, man, Heidi. But we enjoyed every moment of him flying through the air. And angel wings. So, <laughs> so one of my favorite mud type masks is made by Innisfree. It's a super volcanic pore clay mask. Whoa. Ooh. Volcano. Yeah. So it's, it's going to really help clean out your pores and FYI people I have really bad pores this clay mask is meant to detoxify and revitalize your skin so it's going to minimize your pore sizes and tighten that skin so that your skin looks like you never had a pore it's very nice you can even use it on your neck have you ever used what? this Carmen no I have not I'll have to try it out I think I may use more face masks than Carmen does. I still have some face masks that someone gave me and I, I keep on saying this is going to be for a special occasion and it doesn't. <laughs> the one that Heidi is talking about is like a, it's in a jar and you put it on your face. 
the other face masks that Heidi and I have done also, it, it's like a cloth that you put it's over like your face. like a sheet. Yeah, but that's usually not clay related. It's more like to moisturize your face. And that's what I have. But I really like, I'll have to check out Heidi's because I, I prefer the clay masks more. And another brand that I really like, even though it's not true Korean, but they have them everywhere. It's called The Body Shop. They have one that's a seaweed oil balancing clay mask. Whoa. Whoa, that's very nice. Yes, I think I've used that one as well. So like, Is it green? It's like a blue. Well, yeah, it's green, but it's okay. a blue tub. Yep. So, yeah, yeah there's so well, many out there. But these are, like, guess these are our favorites if you want to use yes. them. <laughs> and so I'm just going to give you guys two more that I'm currently using that I really like. And that is, this one has, it's a... A, ma- a mask that you actually put on. It's like in a jar that you put on your face. It's not a sheet. But it's made by Skin Food, which is one of my Ooh, favorite Korean brands. Skin Food. Yeah, Skin Food. And they actually make a lot of their products solely out of like vegetables and food. Yeah. And True. so the one that I you I actually used it today was is called the Egg White Pore Mask. Whoa. It's made complete like it's made out of egg whites and it's to help your pores as well. But they also have a rice mask that rice. helps like <laughs> wash all of your impurities out of your skin. But if you're going for a sheet mask, like Carmen was talking about, sheet masks, there is none other than the best Tony Moly. Tony Moly makes the best sheet face mask there are that is so and true all made out of <laughs> Heidi loves this brand <laughs> she's been talking about it for years yes and thank you Ulta because you have finally started to carry Tony Moly in your stores oh cool I freaked out I'll to go to Ulta. once upon a time yeah once upon a time like you can tell what items Ulta's trying to test because they put them like in the um, little line up to the cash register oh, and little yeah, travel yeah. size type things. And so I found them one day and I'm like, oh, I hope, I hope they buy that this like becomes permanent. Now, Tony Moly has its own like whole little section of face mask, serums. I mean, you name it, they have it. Nice. So nice, it only nice. took a while. What I love about the Tony Moly masks. Is that they're made out of food as well. Food. So what I love about these face masks is they're called I'm Real Mask Sheet. They come in. Yeah, they come in real fast. You've got wine. You have seaweed, um, avocado, makgeolli, which is the rice wine. You've got tomato, broccoli, pomegranate lemon i mean tomato each one yeah sounds scary each one is for something different so like broccoli is for vitality so if you need a little extra something to help you give you a nice lift broccoli is your sheet mask alloy is for moisturizing avocado nutrition lemon is for brightening makgeolli is probably in my top three 
it is for skin purifying. I put that Mockley mask on and I just feel like my skin soaks up every ounce. If only I could taste it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and seaweed is skin purifying too. I really like that one as well. Tomato is for radiance. Red wine is for pore care. And then pomegranate is for elasticity. So depending on what your facial needs are, he's got something for everything. And they're all natural. So you don't have to worry about having like weird reactions. If you can eat the food, you can put it on your face. Yeah. And they're not that expensive. So they're that's only like, true. like a little over $2, like $3 or something a mask. Yeah, that's the key because a lot of their products sometimes will be not gypped up, but like they'll just be more expensive than what they should be, I think. But it's also the brand. So then you're like, well, I still love them so much. So, <laughs> yes. And there's one face mask out there that I'm going to. Well, it's not a face mask. It's a lip mask because... You know, you listen to our podcast about the Olympics. I was really looking forward to Chloe Kim. Well, she did not disappoint. And she is actually now a spokesperson for Lange. It's a Korean product. Nice. Um, and they make they make a lip mask. And you put it on your lips at night and you leave it there. And it's supposed to like soften your lips, which I have to wear chapstick every single night. Otherwise, my lips crack. So... Ew. I know it's painful. So I'm eager. I did. I bought a trial size, but Sephora is starting to carry Lengi products. Woo! Woo! Big strides for K products in the U.S. on the East Coast. California has always had it, but the East Coast, <laughs> it's hard to find. One note to to make about Korean products you may not be aware of is that. Usually, South Koreans want to have lighter skin. So any other products that you may be looking at for uh, as a foundation or BB cream or something like that, make sure that it doesn't have any whitening components in it because that will turn your skin whiter than it should be. And sometimes they can be harmful if you ever want to have a tan on your face. So just make sure that you read the labels carefully and then apply and enjoy. So I never could find something that worked for me I always had to get that imported in but I didn't look very hard either so yeah I actually still buy most of my products from Korea and have them shipped to me yeah oh and also um, powders because, too just be aware of those yeah. those can be whitening as well but I'm very pale so the whitening thing's not a huge issue for me but I will say that even Though I'm pale, I could tell I accidentally bought one one time with white, like a BB cream with whitening in it. And I could tell like it actually made me paler. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, what is this? I'm already pale. How do you get paler? <laughs> and and the reason I'm warning this too is because over in Africa, there are some women that put on a whitening cream to make their faces lighter so that they're not as dark. And so this is kind of like, it's all over, it's all over the world. So you just need to make sure that, okay, this is what women want. Okay. They want to be tanner. So it's probably going to have like a bronzer or something. And then if you know that if it's going to be like another country that women want to be more beautiful, quote unquote, to be whiter, then you need to be mindful of that with your products. So I think everyone is beautiful. I just would like to have a tan sometime. 
But other than that, please just stay the color you are. You look gorgeous. Don't worry about the, the tan or the whitening. <laughs> yeah, I don't do whitening. Carmen, are there any other face masks that you like to use? Um, no, not at this moment. I I don't I don't really branch out that far. I only branch out a little bit. Skin food, the body shop, of course, DS style has always been great. And then Ulta, obviously, that's great that they're starting to carry Korean products. So I don't really have to worry about that. Well, you know what, guys? It's time for me to go put a face mask on and catch some Z's. <laughs> so hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you want more information about the face mask and the mud mask that we talked about today, check out our blog post and it'll have all the information you need to get your skin looking bright and radiant. Be sure to check us out on nextstopchannel.com. Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at nextstopchannel. We look forward to hearing from you. All right. Mud? Every week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> yeah.